This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Welcome aboard. I suggest that you buckle up a little bit because I've got a few stories for you today. Things that you would not see in a uh, news presentation anywhere else, I don't believe. Money, unrest around the world, crazy things going on here. Russia, Ukraine, Thailand, many other places. Big problems in our finances. And finally, our very security under attack in multiple, multiple ways. I thought of something uh, as I was getting ready to start the podcast here. And I was uh, contemplating discussing what I'm going to discuss with you right now. And that is that I think that there are people that see patterns in, in all kinds of things, really. Patterns in numbers, patterns in nature, patterns in politics. And maybe some people even have the ability to see patterns in more than one thing. But the people that don't see those patterns, do you know what they call the people that see the patterns? Freaks. <laughs> or conspiracy theorists. Or weirdos. And it's a really... Um, it's, it's a goofy existence in that regard. And I'll, just to give you a little example, I don't know if this will illustrate this really well or not, but I just got a new set of uh, headphones I'm trying out. They're, uh, they, they hook onto your jawbone behind, behind your ear. You ever seen it? They're called, uh, I think, bone on bone, but that doesn't make any sense. Um, but they don't go in your ears. And the beauty of it is that you can hear quite naturally if you're talking to somebody and you can still be listening to something uninterrupted crazy when you think about it right it's completely invisible anybody that sees you if they don't know what you're wearing they wouldn't know about this so what well look at how these invisible forces affect us and i think about this with some of these hokey theories out there about 5g and this and that yeah it's craziness is it is it really? Because this little device that you can attach to anybody's jawbone has the ability to pipe in sadness, anger, laughter, and they become quite crafty at manipulating those very emotions, even to the point of causing you to do things like impulse buy that you might not otherwise have done. Now, how far does it go? Now, just imagine this. Now, I know you're going to think I'm a kook for saying all this. That's fine. I feel like that kid. Remember that Bruce Willis movie where you could see the dead people but nobody else could? And they're like, yeah, this kid's a weirdo. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about, right? You think I'm acting very weird right now. Some of you know what I'm talking about. But stay with me, even if you think I'm a kook. Think about that, 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 that headphone resting on your jawbone and bringing in the clearest music and sound that you could ever imagine. Right? Crazy. Now, the person standing next to you that you can also hear completely normally and carry on a conversation with, if they're not aware of what's being piped in, they might think that you're acting very strangely. They might see you laugh. They might see you cry even. They might see you yell. What's wrong with this? He's talking. I don't agree with that at all. I didn't say anything. No, not you. Oh, okay. Weirdo. 
Anyway, I know there's a lot to unbox in that whole opening I just gave. You're like, call in the therapist. Just stay with me a second. What I'm trying to say to you is that uh, there are people that see, hear, smell things. Here's another phenomena. My wife, you know, I could be down in the in the back corner of the yard and, you know, uh, let out a little flatulence and she'll call me inside. <laughs> you smell <laughs> unbelievable. Now, I don't behave like that, so that never happens, but I'm just using that by way of example. She's unbelievable. Her sense of smell. That thing's, I'm like, I have no idea what you're even talking about. I can't smell it at all. You know, do I sit there and call her a weirdo? This Actually, this is good ammunition now that I think of it. Next time she tells me I'm getting a little crazy with the politics, I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, you're getting a little crazy with the, with this, with this smell. <laughs> She's going to be like, that's it. You're going to therapy. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you see the conundrum? Anyway, listen to what I want to tell you. This is crazy. I love to hear what you have to say about it. To me, I look at this with kind of baited fascination. The money situation. Uh, a senior investment banker has been barred from China from leaving the mainland. Why do I bring this up? Why did it even catch my eye? Well, they're talking about China kind of um, coming un- unglued financially somehow over there. And I think there's some indications of that. Like there's a race to the bottom. I don't know. But let me just put the information out there. Uh, I checked into this, and it seems to be the case that this guy's being denied leaving China. They're going to kill him. That's what's going to happen. He's going to be blamed for whatever financial crisis, and in order to satisfy the mobs, they'll kill him. Um, Janet Yellen was talking about the de-dollarization, and she said, well, there's a natural desire to de- de- diversify, uh, but the the dollar is still going to say that stay the world's reserve currency for a while. And they pointed to some data um, to to uh, validate that. I'm not an economist. I, I've been watching this as a layman for a while, okay? I admit that wholeheartedly. Here's what I see. I see the United States and Europe parlaying off the, the euro and the dollar to prop up their fiat currencies. I think the rest of the world is out. You might have some lingering. I think Australia, I think they're undecided. Why do you think they cozy up to China so much? I don't know. You tell me what you see. They're like, now nah, it's going to take a long time to de-dollar. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been told this kind of thing before. And it might seem like, you know, like, eh, you know it has, really, Chris, it really hasn't been a lot of movement. I have to agree. They're still printing money. What does that tell you? People are still buying it. Don't be surprised if it stops very, very quickly. They might be happy to do it. And they might be happy to to blame the Republicans. You see what you did? It's the Republicans and Usher. Either way, they're going to win. This debt problem is huge. What did I say yesterday? What have I said repeatedly? Fiat currency is the first and last step to socialism. They have to. The bills have to be paid. I've been saying this on this podcast. Everybody's like, well, 
we're just going to default on the debt. I'm thinking, well, you, you might want to discuss that with the Chinese before you just write it off. You think that they're not going to form a coalition with everybody else that we owe money to. Listen to this. This actually happened in 2020. It's been a little while. United States City. I'm trying to remember the size of the city. Alabama. Black. Black uh, fire chief, police chief, not getting his pension. That's why they're not getting any bailout. Name's Parker. Mr. Parker is also a veteran. He's getting totally screwed. Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, and oh, the water company, all these. Uh, so this city went bankrupt. Now, you never hear this. I don't see what town it is. Former in, employees and veterans now left without a pension. What do you think the city's going to do? He's going to just walk away. Where's Uncle Joe? He bought. He, they 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 bailed out so many of the other unions, but not not these pensions. They didn't. And why are they all having to be bailed out? Because the money's gone. Here's another little story for you on the money front. U.S. corporate failures set to register at a 13-year high. What does that mean? Business bankruptcies up, up, up. What's 13 years? 2010. Wow. Now, there is a, a huge security unrest problem going on. Let me kind of run through the stories with you, and then I'll go back and decide how much I really want to go into this. I put all the show notes uh, available on the website, ChristopherScottShow.com. Just go to the show episode you're listening to, and you can go see all the links that I'm speaking of here. And um, I wish more people would take the time to go and delve into this information and, and help dissect it a little bit. There's no way that I can catch everything that's even in there. Anyway. Don't worry about it. Listen to this statement. And there's another place as well. Thailand receives the first Chinese visitors under a new visa-free policy to boost tourism. What do you think that visa-free policy is? This is amazing to me what they're doing. When you hear that, you say, oh, I can go to Thailand and I don't need a visa. Well, obviously, we're not in China. So not you. But if you lived in China, yeah. This is like it's another state. Now, that's what I'm talking about with open borders, right? They go through all this nonsense. These progressives are onto something. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they missed a little something in the headline. You're going to have to register digitally and identify yourself at the airport with biometrics. And if that doesn't scare the living day, I know there's people going, yeah, great. Well, I don't even need my wallet. Yeah. Yeah, man. You don't even need your wallet. Communism is here. Russian history warns us to act. I hope I have time to come back to that story. We'll see. The villa where a doctor experimented on children. I don't know what it is, this craziness. I've spoken to you about this before in my biblical studies, fascinated by the mass child deaths that have gone on throughout humanity. 
And I, I pondered, you know, why, how. And he goes back to those frequencies that some people hear and others don't. I don't know. Um, but the reason that I bring it up is a couplefold. That there has been incredible horrors that have occurred. We've lived through a, a time of peace. And it sure looks like history is repeating itself, especially just looking at the uh, trans movement. This is a story that's been making its go-arounds. I'd be interested to know what you think. The police come to a father's call. He says that his daughter's being groomed. And they ask if she's sending naked pictures out. The father says, well, she's being coerced. And they say that she could be arrested for posting pornography. Can you imagine? The father calls for help. This is the narrative. I got a little something different to say about this. I have a little something different to say. But let me continue on and we'll come back to it. I predicted this. CVS permanently closing hundreds of stories, stores and Rite Aid filing for bankruptcy. This is just the beginning. This is the tip of the spear in the pyramid scheme, but I have to believe that there are countless other businesses. What am I talking about? I'm no mad money Kramer. I'm no Wall Street journal. journal, uh, journal. I'm, hell, not even a, a CPA. Don't even have an accounting degree. But I know this, and I talked about it. <laughs> Crap, probably 20 years ago now. I saw this going on, and I said, this is going to end badly. I can't believe it took this long. Let me tell you what these pharmacies were doing. It's called a triple net lease. And what would happen is that wealthy individuals, uh, often doctors, but not limited to, these are sold in many ways. Uh, I believe some REITs got involved, publicly traded companies, all right, uh, which makes this even worse. Buying real estate that they would lease to Rite Aid, Walgreens, CVS. One of them I want to think was buying back their stores, and I think it might have been CVS, which is interesting that they seem to be the ones surviving. But anyway, the triple net lease, here's how it goes. I go buy the store, I build the store, I buy the lot, I build the store. $5 million back back then, I'm sure it's $10 million now. I buy the store, I build the store, $5 million. I lease it to you on uh, what's called a triple net lease. And what that means is that you're responsible for everything, like you own it. And you just send me a check every month. And what was happening is, you would get, let's say, doctors making a million dollars a year. You get a group of surgeons, all right? They don't need a million dollars to live. They're looking for an investment vehicle. And most of all, they're looking for a tax break because they're getting clobbered on taxes to have to liquidate that money every year like that. People don't understand this. So th this would not make sense as an investment for you and me, but somebody in that tax circumstance makes great sense. So they take the money. They invest in the real estate. They're able to deduct it on their taxes largely. They do a triple net lease. They maybe um, they might uh, 
put 50% down. They might pay. It depends on the, on the investors. Um, a lot of times they'll, they'll buy it, build it, get it up and running for cash, and then turn around and get some financing on it. And there's, all, there's another whole subworld of that going on. And it's completely safe, they would tell you. Yeah, high net worth individuals, low debt ratios on the building. But here's the sinister part. So here comes the, the pharmacy. I'm not going to attach any of the trade names because I don't know the, I don't remember the specifics of these. I remember looking at them because we were at one point looking at it whether we wanted to buy one or not. Just take a check. Anyway. For the pharmacy, they get to open a new store. That $5 million back then that was in debt taken on basically to do it, right, whether it came out of the investors' pockets or the bank's pockets, $5 million fronted, $10 million if they were doing it today. But guess what? On the, on the pharmacy side, guess what showed up on, for debt for them? Nothing. Nothing. It's just like, and, and I don't know how much of this goes on. Take, um, say, a company that sells products online and also delivers them. And the people delivering them are subcontractors. Some corporate-owned, some subcontractors. But you could expand your fleet wildly without the, the debt burden of buying all those vehicles. And it, may, it gives the appearance that the company is worth a lot more than it actually is, if you don't understand what I'm saying. And why does it take some guy with a podcast, some guy with a podcast in his basement, to choke out these things when there's probably, at this point, retirement funds that that, now it's going to have to be bailed out? The pharmacies, they didn't didn't make it to the bailout. The, the, The whole thing is crashing. What do you think COVID was about? Why do you think the Chinese went along with it? They're thinking, you know what? Maybe we can buy a little more time. Maybe something will change. Not happening. Let me leave you with this little mind-blowing piece of information. I could have done an entire podcast on any one of these stories. Uh, Rasmussen reports, which is said to be one of, if not the most reliable polling. I don't trust them, but it is a trusted polling source. Do you support or oppose making border security part of the negotiations for a new spending bill? Democrats, 50% do support it. 50% of the Democrats that Rasmussen uh, surveyed, 50% of the Democrats said they agree with that crazy nut job Marjorie Taylor Greene, I say that sarcastically. Hmm. Isn't that something? Half of Ocasio Brain Cortex's party agrees with Green. Independence, 61%. Support holding the budget in order to get border security. 80% of Republicans. All voters combined 63%. What does that mean? It means that over half the country wants our borders secured. Does this surprise you? Doesn't surprise me. I think that's always been the case. 
but for some reason this has been allowed to go on my whole adult life. And I give Matt Gates a lot of credit. He came out and he said, you know, we need to change the way we do the budgets. It's all or nothing proposition. Same thing. I've been watching the debt and the illegal immigration go on my whole adult life. I don't know about anybody else. Uh, seems like about 63% agree with me at this point. So, I said you better buckle up. It's time to have faith. Hopefully you're well prepared. Um, who knows what's going to come next? Uh, I would say this. I was continually said to you that I see the de- decline that we're headed into as being a long, slow, steady decline. Uh, however... There is always a risk that that could change abruptly. Things change quickly, and they can change quickly. I'd be prepared for that. I would say to you at this point, my concern that it could change quickly is increased. I'm not freaking out, but this is very concerning to me what's going on. China clearly having economic problems. Uh, I'm told I didn't get a chance to dig into it, that they're not buying American debt. Janet Yellen wants to say that this de-dollarization is going to happen, you know, after we die. Yeah, I wouldn't be so sure. American cities filing for bankruptcy. That's just the beginning. How, you know how many of these cities and towns have, have, have been surviving off of the stimulus money? That's It's just now starting to dry up. That early COVID money. They pumped so much money in, in the panic. And if you think it was because of COVID, you're nuts. Um, Businesses going bankrupt. Even the businesses that you think are doing well. uh, You talk to the business owners and they're not super happy. What do you think of this visa-free policy in exchange for biometrics? I have a simple question for you. Would you scan your face to get into the airport? So, by uh, open disclosure, I've turned it off on my phone. I don't want Apple. Uh, You know, they're scanning and saving those and using AI to track the way people change. And soon they'll be able to predict if your wife can smell your flatulence when you're in the backyard. It's out of control. It really is. (laughs) I don't know. uh, (laughs) Microsoft, I have a certain Microsoft account that that does a face scan in an app, authenticator app. I don't like it. I got to get away from it. I don't care. I'll change my password every 17 minutes. I came up with a system to do that. I don't care. I don't want them storing my biometrics. I'm drawing the line. How long are you going to be able to hold the line? How long, really? And so what? I mean, what's the difference if there's a barcode on the driver's license you got to carry it or it's tattooed on your hand? They're tracking you with a number. Your data. Your data now. No thanks. I don't know, guys. Dystopic to say. And then they put it out there. Visa-free. Oh, really? Let's see if we can get into this story a minute. Communism is here. Um, Communists took over when they recognized an opportunity. Weak leadership, bad economy, communist agitation by Marxist students and labor unions. 
judicial inequality. Unbelievable. We have weak leadership in Washington, D.C. To say that they're brain dead, uh, uh, um, mentally ill. Like Russia in 1917, our economy is weak, getting much weaker. Our agitation, our college campuses have been infiltrated by Marxist professors. Um, Very true. Our judicial system arbitrarily enforces the laws of our country, ignores our constitution, been weaponized to attack political opponents. Um, it's, uh, and he says here, the conclusion is that the United States looks alarmingly similar to Russia in 1917. They're steeping in communism right now. It's not coming. It's here. And it's all downhill from here. Look, you think these towns go bankrupt, the state goes bankrupt, that they're not going to start taking assets. The federal government, what do you think they would, oil, Boom, under the guise of whatever they need to. It's a little freaky. Um, a villa where a doctor experimented on children. I didn't get far enough into the story to find out what the um, experiments were. Uh, but the children were mistreated. This is common. Oh, this is what I wanted to say, too. The whole story of this mistreatment of this girl is starts with the fact that she's an orphan, I guess, in World War II Europe. And so I say that, you know, how much, how much uh, harm to children is a result of political failures, violence, the failure of society to be able to deal with it? And then when you think about that, you think about this story where the police come at the behest of the father, and they then threatened to charge the 11-year-old girl for child porn charges. What do you make of that? Let me give you the... It's pretty pathetic, right? That the police would would be in that position that they would do that. Pretty sad on a number of different fronts. Bad policing, bad people. I don't know. Let Let me just give you the practical side of it. The, the, the police are tired, and I know we support the police, and I do support the police, but they're not there to solve all the problems of the world. They're there to keep the peace, and I'm saying to you, why? What do you mean, Chris? If my daughter is being groomed through a phone or a computer, I don't have a hard decision to make. Do you see what I'm saying? For example, my daughter just got a um, device. I'm going to leave it at that. The only way to contact her through that is with an app with some lockdown security. Is it hackable? I'm sure it is. But you're never going to find her far away. And don't think for a second we don't know what's going on. And don't think for a second I wouldn't take it immediately if there was a problem. Done. Gone. Get her something else if we have to. So you're going to call the cops out to that. You know, what do you want them to do? Go in and tell your daughter not to be a prostitute? Well, why don't we dig a little further and find out how we got into this predicament? I don't judge anybody. And obviously the father wanted to help. I don't know, I don't know the whole story. I just know this. Uh, solve your own problems. You know, you don't have to call the cops for that. I'm calling the cops on your children. Everybody wants to call the cops. And they want to, want, to, want to know why the cops are always around. Stop calling the cops. My child's 
posting pictures of themselves nude online. Well, <laughs> I don't get it. Pretty simple. CVS, Rite Aid, to me is a big indicator of a larger problem in our financial system. It's just pyramids layered on top of pyramids, leveraged on top of leveraged. When you see deals being done for tax breaks, that's when you better run. Okay, let me leave you with this little thought and all this, in case you think that things are going better than I do. This is in USA Today, Russia statement saying that Ukraine must surrender or cease to exist. God willing, that little troll Zelensky will get the hell out of there. Go give him his, his uh, you, certainly they'll put him up here. Can you imagine? Honest to God, can you imagine? I'll go nuts, I'll lose my mind. They exile him to like New York or something. We'll never get rid of this guy. But I said to you from the beginning of the Russia-Ukraine thing, I falsely predicted. I said, ah, Russia's not going to invade. They did. I believed Putin. That was a big mistake. I don't trust Putin at all. I really don't know what's going on. But one thing I've said emphatically from day one, the Ukrainian people were going to get screwed. How close to the mark was I on that? I'm going to say very. Um, do I think they should surrender? Uh, immediately. I would immediately surrender if I was Ukraine. Uh, and I would try and get the best deal I could with Russia. I would say, fine, we'll, not only will we not join NATO, we'll sign a 100-year pact you know, not to do so and uh, form an alliance with Russia. They're there on the Black Sea, for God's sake. This is just dumb, the American foreign policy, talking about biting off more than you can chew, which always seems to be the end of dynasties and, and fiat money, uh, amazingly enough. Fiat money and fractional reserve banking, it's all in the same category. Creating out of money out of thin air. And the people who end up with it end up just fine. Everybody else suffers the consequences in a big way for all the turbulence that it creates. Hey, God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.